Hello everybody, and welcome to Yestercast. My name is Kai. Let's talk about Yestercast for a moment. Yestercast, a podcast created by myself, Kai, to crush those boring times of long drives, creation of essays for school, and much more. Now that you know what this is all about, let's talk about today's topic. The gruesome adventures and tales, along with many facts about World War II. First off, we have to get a a grip on what happened back in the day, uh, back on who was all about, you know, who who was about what, who was doing what, you know, everything about this, right? We can't just go without knowing this. So, let's talk about some of the parties, who was uh, leaders during these times. First of all, in good old America, Franklin D. Roosevelt was the president of America, Before and during the war, he served his country from March 4th, 1933 to April 12th of 1945. He was a Democrat, the man who helped America and many other countries through the time of the World War. The scary, gruesome, gross times. As you know, these times were not anywhere near friendly or in the slightest bit kind. There was nothing good about it. I mean, that's why it was called World War II. So, as many people know, um, there was another man who started it all. His name was Adolf Hitler, very common known name. He was a part of the fascist party, he served Germany during the World War, in an attempt of exterminating the Jewish people and converting people over to his dictatorship. He wanted to take over the world, but exterminate those who he believed were not of the pure breed. So, as Adolf Hitler was about with his duties, his idea was to go around exterminating that Jewish population and the population of many other things uh, or people as well, such as LGBTQ community, the uh, anybody who has autism or Down syndrome. Uh, Also, things like countries and governments, he wanted to crush them and become his own government and his own fascist party. Adolf Hitler, who, you know, he he was a sneaky psychopath that led Germany, started much trouble before the war. And that began in September of 1939, about two weeks prior to the start of World War II, which had, you know, the common date that began that began in Europe. Um, Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union agreed not to attack one another during what was soon to become the most brutal and deadly wars in many centuries. This agreement was the last agreement between militaries and countries before the bulk of the war started. And as you may know, some things really didn't end up turning well. But, you know, we'll get on to that later. Let's go to September. The Nazi party invades their first target, Poland. Their goal? To gather many people who didn't agree with the dictatorship of Adolf Hitler, to gather the Jewish people, and to leave certain people who were, you know, in Hitler's eyes, the the best race. He wanted to leave those of the common known blonde hair, blue eyes, or the so-called Aryan race, A-R-Y-A-N. He thought they were the most pure form of humans on this earth, and that he thought that they had a duty to control the people. Now, the funny thing was he was of brown hair, brown-eyed himself. 
However, he thought that the Aryan race was the the race that needed to be on Earth. This is, of course, untrue. Very, very, very horrible idea. And that's why they stopped it. All right, back on topic. Two days later, September 3rd, or two days later from World War II starting on September 3rd, Great Britain and France declare war on Germany. Still oblivious to the fact that the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany were had a non-aggression treaty. So they didn't really know what they were getting into. As back then, the you know Germany had a great big army. They had much, much, much power. And what happened was France and Great Britain declare war. However, don't know that there's a possibility that the Soviet Union was still on their side or were partners for that matter, let alone wouldn't help them if they were in trouble. Um, basically, Poland was uh, had close relations with both Britain and France, and later, as we know, it didn't really turn out well um, for any of the the Britain of the of the Brits, any of France, any of Poland, or really much of Germany either. You know, seen as Poland was their first target. Poland got demolished by Nazi Germany, um, and ended up not really surviving that as well as if this war definitely didn't happen. So when Britain tried to go and France tried to go liberate Poland, it you know, they would get shot down, they would get all their troops would get shot at, and you know, that's why the war went on much longer than anybody hoped for. Now let's take a step back quickly and focus on the position of Italy. Before the war began, Italy invaded Ethiopia. They conquered Ethiopia and considered it a place to have their military reside and work they end up actually completely joining the war by attacking southern France on June 21st of 1940. Not only that, you can see that they started early and got a head start, however, once the war actually started, because they started nine months late. Um, basically, they they didn't, you know, they, they, they came in a little late, but, you know, not as late as America did. That's not the only thing odd about Italy, however. Italian forces, uh, or Italy, you know, they had many attacks during the war due to its dictatorship. But once the fascist Grand Council suddenly stopped the leader, Benito Mussolini, uh, a marshal by the name of, bear with me on this one, this one's a <laughs> very difficult one to say, Pietro Badoglio stepped up to lead Italy in their better ways. They ended up surrendering to the United States by September 8th of 1943. Because the dictatorship was finally over, they finally had a good person in office or, you know, as their leader, and it ended up turning out much better once the fascist party kicked them out. All right, let's go back on track. Let's go to what the Germans were doing at the beginning of the war and starting to look at when the United States officially entered the chat. Sticking, dude... I swear, Germany. They were backstabbing no good Nazi Germany. Incredible what they accomplished during the war and incredibly horrible. At You know, the least I can say was incredibly horrible. And, you know, so basically, I don't know. After signing the peace treaty with the Soviet Union or this non-aggression treaty from um, from June 22nd to, no uh, to November, sometime in November of 1941... 
Nazi Germany and all of their partners from the Axis community invaded the Soviet Union by December 40 uh, by December of 41 1941 the Soviets counterattacked the Nazis from their towns in Moscow sending them home and crying and it was it was it was a very very crazy story they forced all the German soldiers out of their out of Moscow and uh, it was it would it was one heck of a war I mean the Soviet Union took over quite literally within hours it was crazy all right now moving on finally USA enters the war December 11th of 1941 Nazi forces and their Axis partners declare war on the United States one of my questions that I do have when I look over the wars, when Germany had created all these secret and non-secret relationships with many other countries, why didn't the U.S. you know try to step in and stop this? Right. One of the things I can think of would be possibly that the United States uh, did not want to. You know, they they looked over how many people they would probably lose during the war and find out that they you know they probably had a great loss. Yes, they would take over Germany and you know they would be able to finalize the war and be able to do you know stop it in in its total right um but their losses would be too great um that's one thing to think about what could have happened with the united states but then again they could have just nipped it in the bud you know it could have been over very quick Anyways, as the story goes, many bombings happened within the German borders over the next few years, hosted by the United States and Great Britain. Okay, now that we've had a bit of background to go on with, we're going to talk about the more familiar and more highest-ranking adventures and battles on the Germans with the United States and Britain. Normandy, a giant beach located in France. June 6th of 1944, United States and a few of their allied partners enter into Normandy. Normandy was, at this time, uh, controlled by the German Nazi forces, as well as the German army uh, and military in total. The war goes on as this huge front starts to open up once the United States military and other allies are able to make it to the tower with boomsticks. Boomsticks are, like, one of the coolest things, okay? They're like a PVC pipe, but they're, like, metal. So, like, a, a metal pipe with just a big military grade dynamite pole and you yank a chain and kaboom they're just they're giant you know and they explode and they can uh with the dirt berms that were there that were blocking uh troops from getting in these boom poles or boom sticks were able to explode the dirt away and they were able to get in um uh this would allow them you know access to the german bunkers which were on the other side of the berm um and thousands of German soldiers were located in there, as well as some of their Axis partners. Uh, according to ObamaWhiteHouse.archives.org, there were about 2 million alli allies pardon, who went to Normandy. 72,911 were killed. Boy, <laughs> that's a lot of damage. Too much damage. Alright, the Allies ended up breaking through um most of the german barriers that's you know stopped the entrance of the united states from reaching the bunkers and they breached they went in and neutralized all of the axes and captured some and po and captured some pow from the united states as well as some of the german uh, and you know created german pow's as well um 
it was it was a very deadly day, but a, a day nonetheless full of French, uh, French. I keep saying French, full of French and American victory and liberation of some parts of France as well. This was a big day in history, one of those days known as D-Day. Now we're going to skip ahead a bit, but sometime in December of 1944, just around then, during August, the United States. Uh, make a move on Paris. Paris is liberated once and for all. By December, almost all of France is liberated alongside the Netherlands and Belgium. Thus, we can now see that this was one of the faster times that it took for the United States and its allies to liberate a certain area, whereas other areas, such as Normandy, for example, took a much longer time uh, and took, took just a long time for a for a beach to be liberated, right? Due it its heavily dense population of German and Axis soldiers. Alright, now to August 6th of 1945. The atomic bombing of Hiroshima. The insane war is finally coming to the end with everybody. Finally the civilians can rest in their beds and not having to be afraid of the bomb siren or the bullets that are flying through the streets, wondering when your wall is going to be the wall that explodes, or when you're going to be captured by the Axis or the German soldiers. The United States had done its job. By September 2nd of 1945, uh, it was the last day of World War II. Finally, we no longer have to worry. Japan surrendered to the United States and the Allies on August 14th, where the war finally ends in September. Hey y'all, I just want to say thank you for sticking to the end of this podcast with me. I plan to do more podcasts later with more subjects. I'm able to find some things that might pique your interest, so stay tuned and listen next time on Yestercast. The sources I use during this podcast are the follows. Encyclopedia.ushmm.org Timeline that showed exactly what happened on what date. Whitehouse.gov telling me about presidents and what they did and how they did it essayhistory.org.za telling me about the Aryan race obamawhitehouse.archives.gov telling me about how many soldiers passed away during the Normandy raid and thank you guys so much for watching and or listening into this podcast I'll talk with you guys later maybe have some more people on you know I got some friends who uh, are also some uh, history nerds like myself and maybe like you too Thank you guys for listening in. Hope you have a fantastic day, and we'll talk later. Goodbye.